Seemingly out of nowhere, the world shut down in 2020. We were stuck at home with nothing to do, nowhere to go, and no shortage of free time on our hands. Well, some of us turned lockdown into an opportunity to pursue an interest or discover a new passion. WNUR's own Helen Bradshaw is one such person who took up a unique hobby during the quarantine. The Northwestern sophomore studying journalism and art history starts making rugs. I'll let her tell you about it. Rug making's the most prolific of all the hobbies I tried. I think I saw it on TikTok first. There's like a pretty big TikTok rug making community. You get a frame. I just made mine out of plywood with my dad, and then you can get like strips to put around it. You have this most cloth stretched out like a canvas. It's just an off-white fabric that is basically a lattice structure. And you have this tufting tool, and you you string yarn through the hole, and then you just poke it into the frame. It's just like a really soft punch into the fabric. It's actually quite satisfying. It kind of lulls you into it because it's just very monotonous, and you just keep doing that forever. You can use any color palette that your heart desires, which makes it really fun because it's, it's like very customizable. You know, anything you can dream up, you can make it there into a rug. Meanwhile, the pandemic disrupts supply chains for certain commodities, including yeast, when everyone gets into bread making at the same time. Middle Northwestern graduate student and baker Emily Little is quick to hop on that bread making train. Emily, tell me about your hobby. I really dove into cooking and baking during the pandemic. Um, I'd always loved cooking and baking. That was my stress relief. And I think creating something tangible was really important for me. To a certain extent, I knew if I, you know, mix these ingredients together, it was going to make bread at the end. So that was kind of where I channeled all of that energy into. I'm still using the same bread recipe uh, that I found during the pandemic. You start, you don't need it, actually, which is why I like this recipe a lot. So you start by mixing water, flour, yeast, and salt. And then I let it sit at room temperature for about three hours and then in the fridge overnight. And then once you're done with that, take the bread onto a flour counter, shape it into loaves, and then you bake them. It's a beautiful golden brown. It looks so good. Um, I love the contrast between a really nice crust uh, and a very soft center. Not everyone was necessarily stuck at home 24-7 during lockdown, however. Nick Okaiza, a Northwestern sophomore studying political science and statistics, uses quarantine as an excuse to spend more time outside. Tell us about that, Nick. Yeah, so since the pandemic started, I've actually gotten into cycling um, as a hobby. Probably went on maybe five or six rides a week. At the end of the summer, I would be going out maybe like 40 to 50 mile rides. Sometimes I would get back and I would be barely able to walk up the steps to my room. But I enjoyed it a lot. It was really satisfying to get up those higher lengths because, uh, like, that's whenever you start getting into, like, the distance that would be required for, like, a triathlon or something that I hadn't really considered before the pandemic, but maybe I will now. And there were some ways the pandemic brought us together. For one thing, everyone seemed to be watching the same TV shows, 
And when Netflix released The Queen's Gambit, a lot of people found themselves interested in learning to play chess. Northwestern freshmen studying journalism, WNUR's own Allison Rauch, was among them. How did you end up getting into chess, Allison? A lot of people watched Queen's Gambit. I definitely was one of them. And then um, my boyfriend at the time was really into chess. And then we were in a long-distance relationship, so we started playing chess like online together, um, like just for fun. I'm terrible at it because it's a steep learning curve. Yeah, like playing on chess.com, and I got really, really into it for like a month. Like the first month of winter quarter when we were just all stuck in our dorms pretty much because like it was cold and COVID. I played chess every day. My roommate was so like, she made fun of me so much. I would just be watching chess strategy on YouTube and like taking notes on my notes app. Like literally before I'd go to bed. In my dorm, I live in Elder Hall. We have like a kind of like checkerboard, like, um, like ceiling. It's like in squares. It looks kind of like a linoleum floor, but it's the ceiling. So I was like in bed looking up at it and I was like, oh, like this is like Queen's Gambit moment. Like I just need some drugs and I'll start picturing the moves on the ceiling. So while some competitions thrive over the pandemic, there's also a time when televised sports games come to a screeching halt in a really unprecedented way. Many sports fans initially don't know what to do with their time, including Connor Grohl, a Maydale Northwestern graduate student who hosts the podcast Slept on Sports. A lot of people were really missing sports at the beginning of the pandemic. I think something that really helped was the Last Dance documentary about Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. Something that everyone was really trying to find was ways to stay connected with people and to have a big kind of event like that that we could still follow on a weekly basis like a lot of us do with our favorite sports was really big. People were pretty much looking for whatever sports were happening that they could kind of pay attention to. So when the Korean Baseball League started up early, people were fans of that. There were some soccer leagues that kind of returned internationally before others did. Germany was one of the first major soccer leagues to return, so a lot of people were watching German soccer. There was some more coverage of, like, Australian football, uh, which they have, you know, kind of like a different version of football, but that was on TV. Uh, A lot of people loved, like, marble racing on YouTube. Like, there were a lot of, like, weird kind of competitions that kind of got popular for a little bit, which was kind of interesting. Of course, sports, like the rest of the world, has seen a sometimes awkward gradual reopening. And as 2021 promises to be at least a more normal year than 2020, some of us can say we used our time in isolation to hone our skills. I'm Thomas Goodwin, WNUR News.